Let's cut through the mainstream financial advice out there. This is your quick financial tip from your rich uncle. All right, folks, I'm going to be giving you the kind of the key, the lay of the land on wealth building here. The four phases of wealth building. And I think it's important to recognize which one of these where you're at and apply the right strategy for where you're at and but also know what's coming ahead. So if you guys haven't checked out the channel, you know, I come on this YouTube channel once a week and I kind of answer your guys questions and as best as possible and kind of give you insights of things I've learned from other wealthy people that I've come come across. But here we go. Hey folks, all right, today we're gonna to be talking about the four stages of wealth building. Now, a lot of you guys kind of look at, you know, real estate investments, large apartment deals, these huge private equity kinds of deals, and you might get a little intimidated. I was too, and not too long ago. And then I kind of found the right people and I kind of realized that, yeah, you know, this stuff is very accessible, these country club deals. However, you need to go through the first stages of wealth. And I'm gonna be going through what those stages of wealth are in this video. To outline them out real quickly, you know, we've got four stages. The first stage is kind of first getting unbroke, as we say. And, you know, these are the kind of the masses kind of fall in this type of category. Most people are in credit card debt, they're in debt. Um, they just don't make too much money. And I don't know how to get out of this space, to be honest. I mean, if you guys know my story, I kind of follow this linear path. I go to school, study hard, get a good job. I eventually became an engineer and made close to six figures starting out and just was really good at saving my money. You know, I was just kind of grew up in a family where we were taught not to just blow your money and you know, call me crazy, but not buy things that you just can't afford or you shouldn't own. So, but you know, most people in this world kind of fall in this category of, you know, they make more, they don't make enough money. They maybe make 50, $60,000 or less. And it's also compound with the fact that they just are not able to manage the freaking budget, right? So moving on, right? That's kind of that first level of wealth building is get yourself up to financial stability, get yourself out of consumer debt, um, and I say that because there are a lot of you folks out there that have a lot of you know, college debt, student loans, and you make good salaries. And I wouldn't per se put you into that first category. I'd probably put you into this next category of, all right, you've got a job, right? You're making a professional salary. You're making over 50, 60, $70,000 a year. And now you're kind of to this point where you know, you're able to save and accumulate money on a monthly basis. And maybe you can save maybe $5,000 in a year or $30,000 or $50,000 plus per year, right? You're in this kind of this next category. And this is where I kind of layer in like the numbers in terms of net worth. Your net worth is somewhere between, you know, maybe you're still in debt because you have student loans, but you're somewhere less than $100,000, definitely less than a quarter million dollars net worth in that range. In this place, in my opinion, you know, you're not a, an accredited investor. You might be an accredited investor via income, but you're kind of just starting out, right? And, and some of the acronyms in this world that was used is Henry, if you Google that, it stands for something like high income, not wealthy quite yet, basically. 
So, you know, when you're in this kind of the second stage of wealth building, you know, you, you're working your job, you're saving it, but it's important to put the money into the right things. Wealth building at the end of the day, especially when you do it the kind of the way we do, where you're not taking these moonshots to the moon with cryptocurrencies or going into really aggressive deals, it's going to take some time. It's stable though. And that's one of the good things. And that's why a lot of people kind of, you know, instead of there's all this stuff on the internet making money, that's why it kind of falls back to the simple passive cash flow way. But it's going to take a while and, and it's really a game of inches. You cannot be spending your time or your money or energy focusing on the wrong thing. And in terms of investing, putting your money into marketable securities, the financial planner, a bunch of crap, you know, that type of stuff where a good chunk of your money, maybe majority of your money is being taken away in top of the line hidden fees. And that is what the backbone of Wall Street is. And it's something I talk about a lot. We're not going to get into that today. But, you know, it's important to divert as much of that money. And maybe you're putting a lot of this into your 401ks, Roth IRAs, IRAs, or, you know, equities accounts or your Robinhood accounts, whatever and diverting that into cold hard assets that produce cash flow on a monthly basis so you can be the beneficiary of the appreciation, the tax benefits, the cash flow from the investment, but also the tenant paying down the mortgage for you. And that's a big um, difference between you owning your own house and your tenant um, paying down the mortgage living in your house for you. We talk about a lot about the in other videos why you shouldn't buy your house, especially when you're in this kind of second stage of wealth building. But this is the hardest part. In 2007, I graduated from college, started working, started saving my money, started to buy real estate. But it really wasn't until I would say 2012 to 2015. 2015, I had maybe about 11 rentals at that point that I felt like I was kind of getting out of that this kind of second stage of wealth building and kind of starting to move into the accredited investor realm into this third stage that I'm going to talk about now. So this third stage of wealth building, you know, you've kind of have some experience investing. Maybe you don't, but you just wake up one day and you're kind of at a million dollar net worth because maybe you've done it the bad way, the way that they all told you to do it, you know, maxing out your 401ks, maxing out your Roths up to this point and you have some wiggle room and you hear that real estate's a great way to save money on taxes and get some cash flow. And you start to come into this world of alternative investments. Very common, right? Most of the people listening to this channel, they're typically younger, um, you know, mostly folks that are below the age of 35. And you, know, you guys get it. You guys understand this stuff. You don't have a lot of bad habits, but a lot of people in our group they might be over the age of 40, 45, even up to 60 years old, where they did it the wrong way this whole time. But they wake up and they're just, part of it is just they're prudent savers. I call it the white knuckle um, method where they just save their money. They're just really diligent with their money. Um, unfortunately, they're kind of driving around with the handbrake on in a way, and they're just not investing and growing their money in the right place. But nevertheless, you know, they wake up when they're 40, 50 years old and because they did it all the way that they were supposed to have done it, they have about a million, two million dollars of net worth. But that's not much, that much money. Um, and that's where kind of we get into this, that next stage of uh, wealth building, which I'll talk about later. But to wrap up this kind of third stage, this is where you start to get into more passive investments. 
you know, there's a lot of people on a lot of these free internet sites where they're talking about Burr strategy. And we've got another video where you buy, rent, rehab, repeat. Um, super active, it's total pain in the ass. It's for young kids that really don't, that don't value time as much as money. But don't get me wrong. If you guys are listening to this and you guys are in those first two stages, your time isn't very valuable. You need money and you have to do a bunch of nonsense things to save money and to make money. If you want a list of these things, go to my website, simplepassivecashflow.com slash cheapo. Look at all the ways I used to save money back in the day. But after a certain point, when you go from the second to third stage, especially when you become more of an accredited investor in terms of income or your net worth, time is more valuable than money. You shouldn't be parking somewhere to go Uber to save a bunch of money. You just Uber the whole way. Stop screwing around. Stop trying to save a dollar here or there. Spend your time on really what makes you the most money and that might be your job that you may or may not like. But you know what? Suck it up, right? That's where you're getting your highest multiple for trading time for money. Doctors, lawyers, engineers, accountants, professionals, business operators, dentists, right? You are the folks that should be spending your time at your job instead of screwing around with a little short-term rental or a little rehab on a rental property after you get to this third stage of wealth building, which is, um, let's just call it half a million, million dollars net worth in that realm. And if you kind of notice, I'm using very wide ranges. Every situation is different. And that's what's hard in this format when I do my YouTube channel here. And then we also have the podcast too. But you know, to kind of generalize is something that's hard in this. This, this is really personal finance and it is very personalized to you out there. You might have a certain situation. And that's where we kind of urge people to join the club and kind of book an onboarding call with myself or the team. So we can really very quickly um, analyze your situation and kind of point you in the right direction. But you know, this is where, you know, again, fault finishing up on this third level of wealth building, you kind of get your net worth over a million dollars investing in good deals and then the fourth level of wealth building, and I call this end game a lot. And if you just want a rough number, for most people, end game is about three to five million dollars net worth. And the reason why is because at that point, you can take three to five million dollars and put it into the Wall Street crap or marketable securities, or you know, we kind of suggest insurance, uh, life insurance products, IULs, infinite banking, and you can make a safe, very safe and conservative 5% return in that type of stuff. So if you do the math at home, three to $5 million at 5% or so, that's enough to pass it down to your heirs and then to kind of squander it as much as they would like. Um, but this is the goal of this fourth stage. The fourth stage is not really growing your money, but to pass down the wealth and teach your kids, or more importantly, it's your grandkids are the ones that are probably going to be going astray to influence the next generation. Now, maybe in the future, we'll kind of talk about going down the road of um, you know family planning, uh, wealth building with kids, that type of stuff. But this is the emphasis on this fourth level um, or when you get to three to $5 million. From what I see from our mastermind group or family office group of high net worth investors, you know, getting to from one to four or $5 million net worth isn't that tough when you start to implement the strategies that we talk about on this channel and on the podcast and within our, our group. You know, invest in good deals, that cash flow just in case there's a recession with the right people that are honest. 
Secondly, do a little bit of um, tax planning and especially for the high income earners, maybe implementing real estate professional status. Thirdly, layer in there some infinite banking to kind of churn the money and kind of take that um, the liability off of the table from litigators. And then, you know, if you kind of just stay this course for, you know, three to 10 years for most of these people, and if you can ascend to about three to $5 million net worth, and at that point, you've hit end game. Or if you kind of think about it in terms of, you know, firing a rocket off into space, a lot of energy going from the first stage, second stage, third stage, where the rocket takes up off of the ground, tries and fights gravity, but it gets up to the atmosphere and gets to a point where it goes weightless, zero gravity, or what we call financial independence, where your money is growing harder and faster than you can actually spend it, which might be just a theory for you right now, but it's just a matter of time really that you know your net worth grows to this three to $5 million net worth point where it just kind of grows and grows and grows. And now you're kind of, you're thinking differently. This is kind of where I kind of am trying to join different groups, meet other people that are always in the next category on. Who knows, there, there's probably another fifth or sixth layer to this that I'm not talking about in this video. And that's kind of what I'm learning every day. And that's what I kind of emphasize that, you know, always be learning. There's always somebody on the next level past you. And there are things that you don't see on the horizon that become so much more apparent once you actually get there. But I think from a high level, you have to enjoy the journey because you're always kind of going for that next level. You're always trying to add another comment to your net worth. You're always trying to grow and you know, you just have to enjoy this, but also appreciate the fact that, you know, if you kind of are starting on this path and you get to even the second level, it's just a matter of time to extend to the third or the fourth level. Some things that I can offer insight now that I kind of know currently, you know, most people that get to four to $5 million net worth, most people are fine at that point. I mean, you're talking about the 0.001% of the people that can actually not only quit their job, but live a very lavish lifestyle and pretty much spend regenerating money again and again and again. But there are some people, and I've seen a bunch of them, where they kind of get bored of this. And this is kind of why I created this channel. You know, I started, I started very early on investing and I realized I would get to FI very quickly. And I started to realize that it was kind of a boring existence just to kind of eat whatever I ate, travel wherever I wanted, take a bunch of Instagram. I don't do much social media. I think a lot of that is very silly, but you know, like, there might be some way that you can kind of give back or send the elevator down for others. And that was what this podcast and YouTube channel for me was all about to kind of empower you, the person at home and to kind of fight the wrong out there in the world, which is to me, there's just a lot of bad financial advice put out there by financial planners and the wall street world to put your money into the system and be good little boys and girls. And you will get a retirement in 40 or 50 years, maybe. I'm here telling you that there is a different way to doing these, these things and a lot of people are doing this stuff. You just have to kind of step off the beaten path. But another video for another day, you know, this was just kind of a glimpse of like the big picture and how this all ties together. One mistake I see a lot are, you know, people who are in credit card debt or stage one or maybe halfway between, between stage two, they skip ahead to the, the stuff that's coming up ahead. 
I think what you have to do is recognize where you're at. And again, that's where you kind of, you know, join our email list, get more of the deeper teachings, do some of our e-courses to where you're at specifically, and just understand that you have to go through each stage. You know, some people, you know, it may make sense to buy rental properties, especially if your, your net worth is lower and they say, well, I want to buy apartments. They're just bigger. They make more sense. And they're, you're totally right. But based on where your net worth is, your income level is, you have to just buy little pain in the butt rental properties. And we have e-courses for that to kind of cut down on the learning curve for that. But it's just kind of like adolescence, right? We all, adolescence sucks, but we all have to kind of go through that phase. And that's the same thing with wealth building. You have to go through those phases of life to get to the promised land. And when you do get to the promised land, stage four, five, six, whatever it may be, net worth over three, four, five, 10, 20, 50 million dollars, it'll kind of make life a little sweeter, right? Because you went through the process. Nothing is worse than I think, you know, having a bunch of money and not knowing what it took to get there. I mean, personally today, you know, I wake up, I have my coffee, I kind of wake up whenever I want in the late morning time. But I can remember a time where I, you know, when I was managing my construction crews, having to drive 30 minutes, wake up in the hotel at 5.30 in the morning, drive 30 minutes to get to the job briefing 30 minutes early because I'm the supervisor and I need to be there early for some strange reason. Giving a job briefing at 6.30 in the morning to a bunch of old grumpy men and nobody listening to me, giving me all these problems. And now I, there's not a day that goes by that I don't remember that, how much suck that was and how much sweeter the coffee this morning tasted. Um, but anyway, if you guys like these videos and you have other questions that anything I can do to help out, drop a comment below, give us a like and share this with your friends. Lane is not a lawyer CPA, but the dude did quit his engineering job and now owns thousands of rental properties. Learn more about the secrets of the wealthy. Join our community at thewealthelevator.com slash club. And if you're looking for a longer form podcast, also subscribe to the Wealth Elevator podcast.